0: So, welcome everyone to our thousands of listeners to Gracemont Podcast Number Thirty Six, and I just have a feeling it's going to be a special podcast. I feel I feel good about this one. I am here tonight with my esteemed Apostle John Luke, Howdy, and I'm Apostle Duke, and without further ado.
1: Gracemont, 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 Grace Gracemont, Grace 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 Excellent. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Okay, so we have some fascinating topics tonight. I'm going to let you introduce
1: them. Well, it's we haven't studied up a whole bunch on it, but we've started thinking that if we're going to have this new church that doesn't necessarily abide by all the former taboos from previous churches that relationships and sexual relationships don't necessarily have to go along traditional guidelines or rules or mores, whatever. And so I believe Apostle Duke has been doing some thinking on that.
0: Well, you and I have different, well, first of all, are we going to do Buddha? I thought, I'm all studied up for Buddha, man. And then oh, uh, okay. we can talk about that. Are we, and we're going to do Buddha then next. First, we want to do the commune uh,
1: We can do both.
0: Okay. All right. So. Um,
1: if, if you're ready, to, you want to do Buddha first?
0: Let's do this first. The, let's do this Okay, first. okay. Let's do this first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit it. So, um, now you, John Luke came up with 15. Okay, so what, what I, the, the rumor is that you went up to um, Possum Creek Kingdom and you came back with two tablets and inscribed on them were 15 truths. Is that right?
1: Yes, they were they were made from mesquite wood. Okay. All right. I I found them in a hole that apparently had been dug by a muskrat. That muskrat was divinely inspired by God and it nibbled out these 15 truths. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's awesome, man. So, and so we're going to then talk about one of those, which was now, tell me, I need you to help me. What was what was that? I haven't memorized, but I'm just asking you to explain that, that particular tenet we're going to discuss.
1: Well, I'm probably gonna have to look it up on the, I think I've got it on the website. (laughs) It's
0: something about like trying to be, trying to be clean sexually. And, um, that's how I took it. I took it as like, trying to be disciplined in that area of our lives, but um, I need you to refresh my memory. And this is how, this is the Genesis. I'm taking our audience through the progression of the adventure.
1: Oh, here I've got the very short version of the the Graysmont principles.
0: The one you just published like three days ago or two.
1: Oh, that one. Yeah, that's the, the one I, I was talking I about. I emailed that one to you.
0: Yes. So that's the one I. Anyway, so there was we were coming up with ideas for sexual conduct among our uh, congregation when we when we get them.
1: Someday. Here it is. Here okay. It is. Here's all
0: right.
1: Okay. This is what this is the proposed Gracemont principle.
0: Okay, that came from but, God,
1: yes. Yeah, from, from, the, from the muskrat in the, the hole right. that carved it on but, but we can wood. negotiate. Okay. But we can negotiate a
0: little bit on this.
1: Absolutely. Okay, all right. The thing is, consensual sex is a good thing. The goal of sex need not be having children. It can be the ultimate in intimacy. The idea is for it to be within exclusive relationships to decrease the spread of sexually transmitted diseases. Sexual promiscuity is never a good idea. It always leads to pain and suffering for someone. Now, what I did not say with this exclusive relationship thing is how many people were in the relationship.
0: Okay, All right.
1: that's that's a proposed Gracemont principle. Tell me your thoughts on that and your rebuttal to that.
0: Uh, okay, so uh, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, um, on yeah, it should be it should be it it should be inside of marriage and all that and yeah, I agree with that. My now the what the discussion I had was, okay, what because because we're on the cutting edge of society, right? And we're wanting to like I feel like I'm getting to the point. I feel like that live church they had they had something and and they they had a message And they and they were meeting a need. So here's what I'm. So here's my thought: if we're meeting, we're going to have, according to studies, are saying in the United States, like half the people are sixty or are like single. So I was like, what do you do? What is the what is the uh, what is the theology on that? Just abstinence period, and let's go to the next subject, or I mean, I wonder. What is there? What is there? How do you, how do you deal with that subject? Because it's going to come up. Because humans are sexual, man, and it's like. So so my point is, I guess my long-winded point is, there's I think there's probably a need out there that's not being discussed, and it's. There's probably a lot of people curious, and it's like, so I they know the church says never, 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 ha ha ha. They know that and you go to help, you do. They know that I think, but I mean, is that it? Is that, uh, uh, is that the answer? I, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's probably people out there who want to know, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you do that? So that's my communal thought question.
1: That was, that's more of a, yeah it's more of a question i think isn't it because yeah you, you and i were talking about it like i've been married for 30 some odd years yeah and uh well that time you've been single right and but just because you're single uh, the church would say that means well you can't have sex but in gracemont <laughs> i don't think that's right because everybody well not everybody but a lot of people that Uh, would like to have sex routinely but can't find the right person Uh, so i was thinking it might be possible to just mow down all the old mores and think about get to the pragmatic thing so it's pragmatic is preventing sexually transmitted diseases and just by wearing a condom that doesn't always work because they come off, or people don't want to wear them, and what have you. Right. But it had occurred to me that you could have groups, you know, more than two, like three, four. Yeah. In fact, I work with a group of doctors who tell me the thruple or the three people group is becoming more and more common. Huh. But there's no reason why it couldn't be four or six if, if everyone agrees. To and sticks to the program of not going outside of that relationship. And you could all get tested when you join a relationship to make so that you all have the same. Like if if one person has HPV, you ought to either all have HPV or be vaccinated for it. If one people has HIV, you ought to all have HIV, I would think, and be in the group, et cetera.
0: Wow, that's that's pretty... That's. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Pretty, pretty well thought out. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I, I I would like lean toward if if you're gonna do it, get in a committed relationship. But if you don't have to follow the teachings of, you know that that you have to be married. You know that sex outside of marriage is wrong. But to your point, I can see. If anything, you're 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 taking it and and you're doing the examples. But basically, you're saying committed people are committed in a relationship, and if they if they commit to like, hey, we're not going to because you're talking about spread of disease, right? And well,
1: un- unwanted pregnancies are another one, thing you have to yeah, deal with. You know, you have right. to decide whether or not you as a group member are going to want to commit to having children. And I would think most groups like that, they would not be wanting to do that. But this is is the kind of thing that's going on more and more around the country, but it's not really talked about so much or accepted, especially by religious people.
0: Well, think about this, though. Who is it the... uh there's there's a group I want to say the Amish or something where they can have more more than one wife. Oh, it's the uh, up in Utah. What is that? Help me, Mormons. I should, Mormons. They can have more than one wife, right?
1: Well, it's, as far as their religion's concerned, it's still not correct.
0: legal. Right. Yeah, but but so they're they agree with you on that. And in fact, I remember I was watching a a, a nerdy documentary. And, and it was about a guy and he had like four wives and they interviewed them all and they just seemed super happy and healthy and they were out gardening and raising kids. And it was kind of, it was kind of different, man. So, yeah, that would be, yeah, you know, it's like, I don't know. Where do you, but but we have, there has to be a line, I guess, Right. I mean, well, the
1: bigger I the group, the harder it is to control so we diseases we and discourage who has childrens.
0: Larger groups.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, we could we could make uh, uh, recommendations. You know, mm. that's all we're going to be doing is recommendations. We could
0: counsel, we could counsel all six or eight of them, however many there are. Yeah,
1: and we, we could stick
0: if we deem them capable. <laughs> we could bless the marriage, man. The yeah.
1: Well, I I don't think it necessarily has to be a, a marriage, really. It's just a like you said, a committed relationship, right? And if you think about it, the traditionally it's, it's been one man with several wives, but yeah. one woman could take care of the sexual desires of four or five guys.
0: If they if they work it out, right? If they could, yeah. I guess, you know, psychologically, I just wondered psychologically how that would work. If it if it works as well, I don't know. I don't know.
1: If you take the shame away, yeah, it might work just fine.
0: Yeah, all right. So those are, yep. Go ahead. So those are the. uh, So that's pretty left liberal stuff, man. That's. uh, So we're gonna, I guess, be open to discussion on that.
1: Well, of course, it's not. I don't consider it to be political at all. I just think of it as practical, because there's there's a big group of there's a growing group of, of men. But they call, what do they call them? In cells, because they're they don't want to be celibate, but they are because they can't find anybody to sleep with them.
0: Uh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, that's new to me.
1: Well, and they're all, you know, complaining and unhappy about it. But yeah, in a in a in this uh, communal sort of situation, they I think they don't even have to live together. They just have to come up with rules. And and as as it develops, the Gracemont Fellowship or the Gracemont Collective or whatever could come up with more and more guidelines for, hey, well, you know, if you do this and this and this, somebody might come in and shoot everybody. So don't do that. That didn't work out. So instead, you should do this and this.
0: You are a physician. You're a doctor, man. I mean, I trust that you've thought about that and, and you have, I mean, you have a lot of experience in, in health and, and well being, And so, uh, yeah, I, I'm not there. I don't think, I don't know that I'm there quite, but I'm, but I am for like, maybe you don't have to get married as long as it's committed, right? Be committed. And then, uh, like, I don't know. I guess if we had Mormons come to or want to be part of it and say, the guy says, I'm a Mormon. I have four wives. What do you think? We're like, do it, man. So, and I'm, I'm with that, but on this other stuff, I don't know. I mean, the only thing, the, okay, here's my, here's my, would be my question to a physician, like psychologically, is it good, right? And healthy, you want it to be emotionally and psychologically healthy too, um, and that that's where I, maybe I would like. Where where does some of this stuff is it healthy? Is it healthy for our society? Right to uh, that kind. You know, it's like where do you draw the line on behavior? And I don't know that. I don't know that. That I don't know the answer to that. But that's where I think maybe would it is it still healthy psychologically and emotionally and, and to our race? Is it, is it, is it good that that goes on and grows? And uh, does it make it stronger? I don't know. But I suspect if I were to ask you, you'd say yes.
1: I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's been tried, of course, in communes and stuff like that. Yeah. But those are not necessarily committed relationships with three four five people in them you know? that that's
0: what that's what i wonder about i don't know how that committal goes and i don't know i don't understand that even well, though I think, yeah
1: well i mean you got there's a lot more to it than sex too like like in a marriage there's so much more to it than sex like you yeah. have to agree to like so like i'm a good handyman okay part of my job in my relationship is to fix stuff yeah. And if the car breaks down, it's my job to get it to the mechanic or fix it myself. Right. Et cetera. So you'd have to have roles like that within a collective oh, like that.
0: Like somebody takes care of the car, somebody takes care of the house, somebody takes yeah. care of the yard. Somebody kind of makes
1: deal. the money, you know? Yeah.
0: So so let me ask you this, as a scientist. You know, I think about like I look at nature, right? And there there seems to be a yin and a yang right there's a right eye and a left eye <laughs> there's one here's ears and there's there's a man and a woman and it seems like they together uh that's kind of a nature's way and that's like in nature I don't I don't know I guess I guess in the animal kingdom a guy can like go with a lot of Females, right?
1: Well, yeah. There's some herd animals where, like, say deer or whatever, where they uh, where yeah. one one male uh, the strongest mates with a bunch dude. of females.
0: Yeah, the strongest guy, man. And that, that's why it kind of works, right? Because he's passing on and then when somebody gets stronger. I don't know. I think we've gotten off track, and I don't really know. And I so I take full responsibility for that. Um, are we going to to a good place here? So the deal is, we're so. open. We're open. That and each week, John Luke is going to reveal another truth, right? Or are sure. you going to publish these? Or I mean, you should probably take them off the bark, the gopher, the gopher wood, and. Put them on like
1: an email or something. You th- okay. I could do that. Okay. Well, no, there's something like I have some particular, I know one particular thruple, which is three dudes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Three gay guys that live yeah. together. Um. I don't know them intimately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even that. mean that. Let's I don't, don't mean that, that sexually. It. I don't know them that well. Not that it's I, like, wrong.
0: Not that it's wrong.
1: I don't have dinner at their home and stuff. I've, yeah. I've, I have I've, know one of them fairly understand. well and uh, okay. others I've met. Yeah. But uh, a couple of them are very successful professionals. And the third one is kind of the stay at home, the home person, yeah. the house husband, we'll say. Yeah. And they seem to be quite happy together because there's always somebody to say yes. If there's three people in the relationship,
0: so if, I'm come. I'm going to come back to that. Hey, you haven't complained about how I've sounded. I just changed my mic up, and I guess I'm okay, right? Sound fine, yeah. Good. Okay. Oh, okay. So back to your point. It, they're successful. Two guys are super successful. One guy stays at home, and and it, it seems like it works. Yeah. And I. What, what do I have to say about that? I mean, I can't, I don't understand it.
1: But we I wouldn't know. kick them out of Gracemont for it.
0: Yeah. They'd be right. welcomed into Gracemont. Yeah, you're right. Especially
1: yeah. if they gave 10% with two of them being professionals. There you go. Yeah. The <laughs> other guy that. could, the third one could just have a, like a a membership on the app. Yeah. So yeah, That's we would absolutely man. welcome those guys. Well,
0: and if they're super smart, that would help too, right? Yes. All of them.
1: So, but if the three of them stay together and don't don't go mixing it up with the public sexually, then, I mean, that they're not just, spreading just disease. Just like,
0: like a heterosexual marriage, kind of the same kind of rules, right? Yeah, should,
1: well, I, I assume. I, I,
0: and you know what? You know what? I mean, and we're getting way off, but... Um, and then I do want to do the Buddha. I want to do the Buddha. Uh, Let's do Buddha. Well, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, you know, there's there's like communes with like all men out. They're like pre uh, and and they're they're like it works, it works, right? And they're yep. I guess abstinent. Boy, that would be that would that'd be interesting. But they're all abstinent, and it, and it works. So hey, you know, breaking tradition, I guess, maybe it's already been done. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's not only has it already been done, but it's being done out there.
1: It's know? being done, but traditional religions are totally down on that because it's it's one man and one woman, period. And that's yeah. what all the traditional religions preach. But I don't think that's where we're going necessarily in our society. The more we know, the more people are like, yeah i don't necessarily buy that because because yeah. jimmy and tom and i get together we get along great yeah and so we don't we can't really go to church together because people look at us funny but they could come to gracemont together yeah you're yeah,
0: yeah we want you here yeah yeah so i'm i'm on board with that
1: okay
0: okay all right so you
1: ready to go to Buda?
0: I'm ready to go to Buddha, man.
1: Talk Buddha, man. Talk okay. Buddha to me, man.
0: So now, did you want to go or? or
1: no, what you do uh, first? You okay. About
0: so what tonight what we're going to talk about Buddha. We talked about Confucius last week, and Confucius was about fifty uh, BC BCE, as they say. So he was fifty Confucius? years. Confucius.
1: No, yes. He's like, he was he was somewhere between. 300 and 500.
0: Okay, so maybe he was around the time of Buddha because Buddha was 500 B.C.
1: Yeah, give okay. Me. okay,
0: so Confucius was, you think, in that same vein area. Okay, yeah. so hundreds of years before Christianity came about. So anyway, right. just to kind of push, put it in, to me, perspective, sometimes it helps me, but he also, um, he wasn't virgin born. He was... His mother had a dream about an elephant and the elephant touched her side and impregnated her with, uh, I can't remember, some kind of flower or something. Oh, Gosh dang it. Anyway, and so she has this Buddha guy and he—and she doesn't give like regular birth to him. He comes out the side of her body. Okay. And then he is, he's, he's raised in this opulent wealth just absolute all through the day. They hold shade. They don't want sun on him or anything. And they don't want him to ever, ever, ever go out of the palace. Well, he, he gets married, has a child, but he feels he wants to go out and see. So he goes out and he sees suffering and he sees sickness and he sees death or aging. And he, wants to be enlightened. So his whole deal was about being enlightened and he went on this quest. He just left his life for complete and total poverty and his teaching was about like uh, suffering, about avoiding suffering and the way you do it is becoming detached. So that's my and I think it's, I thought some of the stuff I read about him was like, that's so cool and interesting, and, and right on, I think, so, so much of it's just that okay, the Noble Eightfold Path have a right view, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right concentration. And, and I mean, how, how can you argue with that, right? Anyway, right. The three fires: the desire, thirst, anger, and delusion. Those are like the there's their his three sins.
1: Anyway. Well, I included some of the uh, in my updated the way of grace for Gracemont, and I I included some of that right stuff.
0: Oh right. Oh okay. Some of Buddha's,
1: but I kind of narrowed it down to. I say having the, doing the right thing for the right reason is basically the, so this is what I said. We follow a path of kindness and virtue designed to enhance the greater good by doing the right things for the right reasons. Having the right attitude leads to the right intent. The right intent leads to the right effort. The right effort leads to the right speech and the right actions. Okay. And the right speech and the and actions lead to good relationships with our fellow human beings and the world around us. Brilliant. So, in this way, a virtuous life is rewarded.
0: Right, I love it, man. Yeah, that's uh, so. So, I like Buddha. I liked him. I I think he. I think he's. You know, I, I knew Buddha was like. I I just. Growing up, people who were Buddhist were, you know, they're nice, but they're just
1: weird and wrong. They're sinners, sinners going to hell. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And so, um, you know, you pray for them and you feel sorry for them. But I, but then, but then, you learn a little bit of something about them. And you go, man, this is, I mean, this was really deep stuff and and very, I don't know, just well thought out. To me, it, it's very, very. Um, it has a lot of depth to it. So yeah. anyway, and a lot of good stuff in here, man.
1: So, so what I'm thinking okay. is, you know, we grew up telling, you know, being told that anyone that was a religion other than Christianity was going to hell. They were wrong. They were lost. But this stuff right here, there's nothing of what I just said or what you just said that conflicts in any way with Christianity.
0: I agree with that, and I have that same thought. the The only thing, okay, so the only thing they believe in reincarnation.
1: That is different from Christianity for sure.
0: Yeah, that's different from Christianity, and that's probably something I don't buy into. Neither. Right. And so what I think happened with a lot of these religions, they were trying to explain it the best they could, you know, and they had yeah. they they got a lot of it right but like some of that stuff and maybe the virgin birth of the of the buddha is probably but this stuff this the teachings man are just and they've done like christianity's done I think you know they don't really focus in on the miracles they don't focus in on the judgment of god but they show the the wisdom in a lot of the Bible and the, and the New Testament stuff. So they're they're following suit a little bit, I think. But here again, it's got some really good stuff, though.
1: So what his, his whole purpose was in the Hindu religion, they believed that life was suffering and you yep. were destined and doomed to be born, live a life of suffering, only to die and then be reborn and do it again. And so what his teachings were was a way to try to get out of that, that hopeless yeah. chain of events and, and reach nirvana, Yeah, which was different groups of Buddhists think it's different things. To some, yeah. it's like heaven or total forever peace or others think it's just, you just cease to exist finally, which is right. better than being born and living again over and over and over. Yeah. But since, I don't I don't believe that, but, yeah, but right. I think that the things he's talking about are things you do to live a good life on earth. Yeah. Not necessarily, or the way I've interpreted it anyway. Yeah. Not necessarily to get to nirvana. You're just trying to live a good life on earth and have a rewarding life on earth. Yeah. Hey,
0: one thing I remember them saying about the Buddhists is that through all out history there, they have never been responsible or in any kind of religious war. Right. And, and, and they said it's because they are so they're kind of like super inclusive of, of other, like they're, and, and because of that, they didn't have that divide between people. That's how I heard it explained. But I thought, man, that's, that's pretty cool that's pretty significant right because most religions throughout history are are involved in violence you know but they they haven't been so who knows maybe that's pretty cool
1: well it is but the uh the deal is like when they came to japan in like i don't know it was what 600 700 a.d they uh They, the Japanese had their uh, traditional religion, which was, Shin, well, they call Shinto now. Okay. But the the Buddhists didn't come in and tell them, oh, no, no, that's wrong. They say, oh, that's cool, but but we've got this one too. You can add to it. Yeah. And so most Japanese people, the majority of them are both Buddhist and Shinto. They 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 have little Shinto shrines in their home, right. or they'll go to Shinto shrines and worship nature and uh, the right. so little hey, the spirits in the water, or the mountains, or the rocks, or whatever. And then also follow Buddhist principles. You what mentioned you
0: so, something about India is just kind of a mishmash of all kind of gods and. Is that kind of what you made a comment one time? I thought that that the Hindus in India was like really diverse.
1: Well, it's a it's a four thousand year old religion, so a lot has been added to it over this over oh, okay. the millennia. Yeah, and so it it changes over time. Right, and there was there was a, the Vedic period where it was. This was before Buddha, where it was very strict, and and the the priests got to be very powerful and owned a lot of land and stuff, yeah. and required people to do all these sacrifices and stuff. And the people eventually got tired of that and revolted against that, and so a new kind of Hinduism appeared. But what I what I said before is the word uh, the word Hindu didn't even exist until the British came.
0: Oh, to, I remember. Yes, I remember something about the, that. Yeah.
1: They used it to try to run off the uh, Islamic uh, sultans that were ruling India at the time. They, they said, you're not, you're not Muslim and you're not Christian, then you must be Hindu. And so Hindu came to be when Hindu might have been a, a several different in, uh, endemic religions that were all kind of blended together to make hinduism and then that made a majority of people and helped get rid of the the sultans and let the british take over
0: hmm. interesting yeah i didn't know that
1: well I, I don't know that to be fact that's what i read
0: well um yeah well, I, I i don't i don't see why it seems plausible to me you know yeah. hey so back to the buddha thing and the uh Deal that they, you know, do this circular thing where they die and come back, die and come back. Um, they, they, they have a term in there, and I'm going to say it wrong. It was like uh, some some special position, and these these are men who vowed in their religion to never reach nirvana till the whole human race reached nirvana. So, yes. yes. And, and it's like, oh, they'll never make it to heaven. And if they ever do, it will be like billions of years. Yeah. You know, it's like, God, yeah, what a sacrifice. Now that That's kind of a, I guess, would I sign up for that or not? If I super believed all that stuff, I'd be like, oh, I don't know, man. But I mean. So
1: these were know. people that helped other people get to nirvana. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I can't remember what they called that, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought, man, that's kind of cool. That's kind of a neat thing. But anyway, so we've, I think we're going to grade uh, Buddhism pretty good. It's got some good stuff.
1: We definitely can integrate some into the Gracemont philosophy. Yeah. Because, like, because of what you're, we we're talking about Buddhism, how it's, uh, how they blend it with other religions. Yeah. And make it inclusive. There's no reason why Gracemont can't do that. We think about the Gracemont principles. It doesn't mean you can't be a Christian, you can't be Jewish, you can't be Muslim to live the Grace Mont way, the way of grace. Now, the the communal sex thing is gonna run a few people off, I'm afraid. But it may attract a few people too. Because I've heard someone very close to me say, I've never been in a long-term committed relationship because I didn't have the tools To keep that relationship going. Yeah. Not an exact quote, but that this person I'm talking about is a great dude who, uh, cool. There's no reason why he should not be able to have sex frequently and safely and have it not have it be enjoyed by him and the one he's sharing it with. Just because he can't find a, a committed relationship one on one that he can be part of, he could add a lot to a, a communal relationship.
0: Yeah. See, the the deal is on that is like I would I I I think I know this person. I would agree that um, you know it's okay to be outside the uh, the norms, but but my deal is like is it is it healthy you know is it psychologically mentally right yeah 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 so that's that's for me i want it to be healthy i want it to be something good and like you know like like you mentioned the uh uh oh I, i i lost my train of thought i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs>
1: you're thinking about sex <laughs> yeah yeah uh
0: I, I must have been but I, i'm i'm op- i'm open to like somebody like that being being able to have a relationship and, but just be committed you know it's like if something if if it, you know like if something happens i'm gonna take care of you you know we're, we're right. in this together whatever's going on here it's yes we're here together and we're doing this thing and it's together and and, and, you know, and you got a good, healthy, if it's that way, then that's, that's, that's okay.
1: So it'd be like Mary and Jenny, Bobby is really down. Can y'all take care of him?
0: I don't know. I, did, I missed that. What?
1: <laughs> Mary and Jenny, Bobby's really feeling down this evening. Could y'all go take care of him?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah.
1: That would cheer Bobby up.
0: That would cheer Bobby Especially... That- might very well cheer him up, yes, yeah, hey, I wonder like how um, I don't know, uh like the mormons how they how they choose like you know, say if I got if they had four or five wives, do you like how how did all that go you know, like one girl felt left out and-
1: of course, <laughs> oh man one yeah, want- I'm sure that's the case,
0: yeah they, but, but it's not
1: it's not really fair for one guy to have a bunch of wives when it can't be the other way around.
0: Uh, Okay. Yeah. Like I say, as long as it's mentally and psychologically healthy for our species, then I'm all for it. Uh, I don't understand it, but I'm, I'm, I'm not quite as, I'm not quite as bold about you as stepping over into that and saying it's all good over there. But I'm open to suggestion, and I certainly, if people have different relationships, please come and let's let's discuss some ideas. Try to find God, man.
1: <laughs> We're looking for the way.
0: Yeah, the way. Try to
1: follow the way.
0: That's right, man. I like that. I like that idea. All right, man. So we Anything started like about Buddha. Well. Uh, So we started late tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because I created a 15-minute delay. So, yeah, I'm good with Buddha. I'm good with Buddha. Okay, so we're, and then we have two more, right? Did you say we were going to do Confucius, Buddha, and then a couple others? Well,
1: well, we could talk about Islam and... uh,
0: Yeah, right, yeah. What are they about? And
1: Shinto. yeah. Islam is pretty close to Christianity in that if you think about it, there's a there's a dude, this dude was Muhammad, who and, God talked to directly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah,
1: yes. And he wrote down what God told him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the religion is based on the writings of what God told Muhammad. Right. And uh, most of it, I mean, you and I probably ought to read the Quran to, to understand it, but it is it is similar enough to Christianity that it's to me it's some dude wrote stuff and you're supposed to believe God said it and that that's hard for me to believe.
0: You know, but that's what we do. That's what Christians do too. You know, right? And that's so what yeah, Christianity is. and and so so they have their deal, um, and they. You know what little I know about them, they, them uh, and the Jews, I think, have a real problem, <laughs> and they're right there together, and it's that's kind of interesting too that they seem so uh, combative and like what's going on there, and it's been going on for thousands of years, man.
1: Um, yeah, I think you'll find most of the Islamic people are just fine. They're 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 good folks. Okay. They're genuine, nice. Generous people, yeah, but then uh, there are always a few that ruin it. Which just like, just like the Christians, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're supposed to believe that the Quran is the holy, inspired, and inerrant word of God, just right. like we're supposed to believe that about the Bible. But I, I'm not going to believe either one is infallible.
0: Yeah. But I can certainly understand they believe that because I did for years and years and years. Yeah, you know, and so I, and and you know, uh, and it, and if apparently there's a lot of good stuff about it because there's millions of them, right? And they're they're devout. I mean, they are really committed yeah. to their
1: faith. And um, there are about a billion Muslims in the world. About a billion
0: Muslims. I see oh, that really? Mecca. I did. I watched a thing one time on Mecca. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but they go around in this circle.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's just so interesting to me. It's like, what is, what is that experience like? It must be, I mean, they travel from hundreds and hundreds of miles to be a part of that. And it's like, you have to be, is it like you have to do it at least once in your life or something and then, Yes, you're supposed oh. to do it once in your life. Okay, wow. See, you know about that.
1: So you and I—if I guess we could convert to Islam for a while, so we could do that and no. experience the experience.
0: Well, we could do that, or we could learn a little bit about it. You mentioned reading the Quran. I would be open to like watching a couple of documentaries. To me, those—that's how—that's how I learn. You do it different. You read. I would watch a documentary and just say what are they about? But I mean, i got a super good friend at the gym. His name's Muhammad. And he's totally Muslim. I mean, like, like his kids and are going to live with them all their lives. And that's how it's going to be, how, how it is. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, his kids, like eight, 17 or 18, he won't let him come to the gym. He's just really, but he's a super good dude, man. He's just a super yep. funny guy, and uh, so, it uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know. It's so there, so there's probably some good stuff in there, you know.
1: Probably, it's right. gotta well, be, gotta I'll be. get the Quran. I'm going to okay. download the Quran tonight, and I'm going to start reading.
0: Now, so what do you know about the Quran? How long is it? I mean, is it like?
1: I don't know Jack about the Quran really. Well,
0: yeah, I was gonna say, what if it's as big as the Bible is or something? It's like well, you
1: read that seventeen times.
0: Yeah, but that took all year to read it.
1: If <laughs> <laughs> I could read the Quran a few verses at a time.
0: Yeah, but all right, if you're gonna do it, man. Okay, so right. next one, do we want to do uh, Islam next? And just sure. Kinda,
1: okay. I'll start. I'll start reading the Quran. Hey, and then.
0: I'm not going to read the Quran, but I'll I'll watch a a documentary. And I think one of our guests before Davis, Baharam, you seem to kind of know that area a little bit. Is that Muslim? Because I think he grew up Christian in a Muslim country, I think is kind of, is how that went. So I don't know. an
1: Indian Christian in a Muslim country.
0: Okay. So he, I Seems really open to coming back. So, yeah. Do next week, he'd have to do it Thursday. And I could talk can talk to him that. tomorrow. To? Okay, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll talk to him tomorrow and just say, and and just ask him. You know, can he can what can you help us with uh, the the Muslim faith? Just help us understand that a little bit better. I bet he it could.
1: Might makes It might make more sense to have an Islamic person, a Muslim. Well, talk to I, us about that.
0: I agree a hundred percent. Do you know somebody?
1: I I know several. I could I could think about if I could get one of them to talk to us.
0: Beautiful. If you can do that, I'm I'm super open to that. Okay. Next, so so it's your so it's in your bucket. Next week, we'll have a Muslim guest.
1: I got a, a buddy of mine. Okay. Who uh, grew up here, but he's from back his. Uh, he might have been born in Pakistan, but he spent most of his life here. And uh, he does convenience stores and constructions. He really, really bright guy. Yeah, and okay. He's, he's just he's a uh, he's hey. Muslim and he's completely committed. Okay, I'll, I'll I, see if I can get him to talk to us.
0: Okay, I was gonna say I don't care that they're super devout. Just do they know something about it? You know, do they have some background? But if this guy's super devout, and then let's do it. And so you're on. For next week, uh, yeah, and so then I'm going to watch a documentary true, Get some basic ideas and questions to ask the guy and see what we can figure out. Why? Why is it so popular? Why is that so? Why is that so widespread all over the world? What's What's going on? Why? How can that be? What What good stuff is there in there? You know. So,
1: well, I I actually have a guy that's kind of a pen pal over in uh, Saudi Arabia. I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh more like text pals have 5 he you'll text me every now and then
0: have five on he, i if you yeah cool if you can he said of... he
1: came over here and got his phd and then went back there to work well
0: good so he's a super smart guy Ooh, that's the, right so he's a thinker too yeah, yeah it's one thing guy. to be devout i like devout but i, I want to i like thinkers too you know people who like they, they thought about that. And that sounds like a guy who thinks to me. So I, I and I trust you. So yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. Well, I'll see if I can get one of those guys to talk to us.
0: Sweet. Give me posted, post, man.
1: Okay, I will. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're done. Do you want to sign us off and talk about your email address and all that? Oh,
0: yes, 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 yes. And I checked it today. I did. Uh, ad1 at gracemont.com is my email address, ad1 at gracemont.com. If you have a question, question. it says the question. And uh, and I think you're playing this weekend at the Mirage. Is that right? Is a Cousin? (laughs) No, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. So you have a great weekend and, uh, okay. You too. All right. We'll see you next week.
1: All right. Uh, this is grace month episode 36. Bye y'all.
0: Bye.